1: Download
0: from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet.
1: Gamble responsibly. Call
0: 1-800-858-858. Well, exciting news for motorsport fans and rally fans in New Zealand. And I'd even venture to say a lot of supporters around the world for our next guest, uh, New Zealand rally driver Hayden Patton. Um, He's been off our... Off our radar a little bit lately, but boy, has he stormed back, and it's a pretty exciting thing that we're going to have an all-Kiwi team having a crack at the World of Rallying again. Hayden joins the show. G'day, Hayden. Yeah, g'day. Thanks. Good, mate. Good. I saw you on the news last night, and first thing, that car looks money. Uh, yeah, well, well, it's not
1: quite the finished product yet. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have the actual rally car in New Zealand, so we used the, the road-going I30N to showcase delivery, and, um, yeah, we're pretty proud of, you know, showcasing a whole black and white New Zealand livery that we'll uh, sport when we're overseas.
0: Now, I understand that the actual car you're going to be um, competing in is uh, being developed or has been developed in Germany. What goes into changing a car off the factory floor into a rally car? Is everything changed?
1: Uh, Yes, so the car's built by Hyundai Motorsport in Germany, which is the team that we used to drive for. And, um, yeah, basically they are a factory team that build and race cars and... and, uh, Probably the other things that come from the standard car are the headlights and the door handles. Um, everything else is engineered for the purpose. Um, you know, obviously rally cars get quite a hard time, so there's a bit of work that goes into them, but obviously we're looking forward to taking delivery of it in the, in the coming months, and um, and once we get a hold of it, you know, we, we've got a whole lot of development to do to get the car set up um, for us, and, you know, as our team, we feel like we can extract more from the car, um, so that's going to take a little bit of time and a little bit of testing, but it's just a, a process that we all need to go through.
0: Um, reuniting with John Kennard and of course you two won the WRC Argentinian Rally in 2016. Just for us, layman, um, how important is the synergy between, uh, it feels like a rhetorical question, but the synergy between driver and co-driver or navigator, um, how important is it to get that relationship right?
1: Oh, it's huge. Um, like the amount of trust and faith that we've got to have in each other is, is second to none. Um, you know, we we often joke about that it's that it's like a marriage, and to be honest, it is just like a marriage. And um, you know, we probably had a point now in our relationship. Now we've been uh, together in the car for uh, near on seventeen years, so I guess you could say we're at that part of the marriage where we know each other so well that we can just get on with each other's jobs, and we know what the others thinking or doing, and um, when we're having a good or a bad day. So it just works, and you know, John. For me, the best co-driver in the world. Um, He's even, you know, he may be getting a little bit older now, but he still does an exceptional job. He still enjoys it. He's still motivated for the same reasons as what I am, and um, it just works really well
0: on the car. We occasionally get to hear the comms between driver and navigator sometimes on some of the rally footage. It's all code. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, Is that the only spoken communication? Do you ever speak back to him, or is he just barking at you what's coming up?
1: Oh, if I'm speaking back to him, it probably means that something wrong has happened, <laughs> um, whether it be uh, an accident or making it. Maybe sometimes we, we might make the odd pace note change, but generally during the the uh, the stages, it's, it's just the co-driver speaking. And and when that relationship's working really well, there really isn't a whole lot of talk back from the driver. You know, because the the co-driver's got the timing spot on. They know exactly when the driver needs the notes. And you know, I can never do what they do because they're doing it based off feeling. You know, they're not even looking at the road most of the time so they're sort of judging on where the car is based on what they feel from their backside so it's a, it's a real art um, and uh, yeah as I say George's the best in the business at it so yeah, it made sense to, to carry on that partnership
0: When you have these stages do you get a chance to test them and so you can actually make sure your, your notes are right or do you go off topography maps, how, how do you set your pace notes? Yeah, so before a rally,
1: we have either a one- or a two-pass reconnaissance, so basically that is going out in a road car, um, restricted normally to 80 kilometres an hour, and that reconnaissance is really a chance for us to write pace notes if we don't have previous notes or, or if we have not done that stage before, uh, or to go through and check the pace notes that we may have on record from previous years, and, and that's the only time you get to check it, um, and then the first time that you drive the stage at speed is during the rally, and you know, for me, that's half the adrenaline in now sport is that you're not doing laps and laps and, and trying to fine-tune and get the most out of it. You're trying to drive that road 110% the very first time and, you know, definitely create a you few- Scares in a few moments but um again again that's part of the excitement and why
0: we love our sport what sort of track what what sort of surfaces do you like because there's gravel there's dirt there's tar seal there's there's jumps tight corners forests mountains Uh, there's a they chuck a whole variety at you where do you feel like you perform at your best what sort what sort of course yeah
1: well here in New Zealand we grow up on some of the best gravel roads in the world. Um, we often call them gravel highways, which effectively they are compared to a lot of the other stages around the world. And because of that, you know, you know, we definitely excel uh, on gravel, smooth gravel, fast flowing type stages. And, and we do see a few rallies around the world like that. Um, but then, you know, some of the rougher stuff I've always quite enjoyed as well, you know, particularly when the roads become very rutted and you get like almost two train tracks in the road and you're just trying to have complete trust and faith that the car will stay on these tracks. Uh, and also, I really enjoy the snow. The snow rallies that we do uh, a lot of fun, um, and then of course the tarmac's another big aspect of rally as well, which you know, I think I've improved a lot on over the last coming uh, over the last few years. So. Yeah, it's a sport with
0: a bit of everything, and um, that's what keeps it interesting as well. You've had a long relationship with Hyundai, right from WRC, and then now into WRC2. Um, longevity with sponsors and partnerships can be hard to come by. What What's the key to your longevity with Hyundai? Yeah,
1: like with Hyundai New Zealand, obviously the key behind this new program we're doing overseas, and and that would be massive for us. Um, even when, uh, unfortunately, we lost our contract in um, 2019 with Hyundai Motorsport, uh, Hyundai New Zealand stayed right behind us through thick and thin. And you know, we we always said from the the time we first sat down in 2013 that we wanted to develop a relationship similar to what Possum had with um, his partners, and that was built on loyalty and and trust and longevity. And you know, we're trying to do the same with Hyundai. And you know, for us, it's just about you know, treating our partners with a lot of respect you know we're very lucky to have the partners on board and to do what we do and and we work very very hard behind the scenes to make sure we deliver on on what we can um, what we can do for our partners and you know not 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 only Hyundai New Zealand but you know I think this year we've got some like 24 partners on board and um, and we're working in a very unique way with each and every one of them so it's a massive part of our sport and um, it's an aspect I
0: enjoy as well and we're,
1: we're very lucky to have a lot of very loyal and good partners on board
0: now, you'll be going into WRC2, which is just, the, just a step underneath the big dogs, and I also understand you're not going to make it in time um, to probably be a title contender in WRC2, but a full-on assault in 2023. Is 2022 about developing, getting faster, fine-tuning the car?
1: Yeah, 100%. Like, there's that competitive side of me that would love to go out and, and to be able to win this year and, and win straight away, but... Uh, I've got to be realistic as well. Um, we don't want to be silly about this campaign and, and go away and, and throw it away into a bull straight away because we're, we're trying too hard too early. So we need to, you know, work our way back in. It's been a couple of years since we've been rallying in Europe, so just to get used to the conditions again, we need to develop this new car that we haven't driven before. We need to get our own team up to up to speed. Um, you know, we're obviously taking a lot of our own Kiwi mechanics and engineers, but most of them haven't done rallies in Europe, so. Is a, an aspect of the team we have to learn so this year is what we're targeting to do that, is um, to do these selected events to get ourselves up to speed so that comes the start of 23 we're prepared, we're ready and we can actually, you know, put together a full, full assault and win that world championship next year.
0: Will you be racing in rallies and on stages that you've been on before in WRC2?
1: Yep, yep, so a lot of them will be stages that we have done so it was a few years ago but um Generally, my memory is not too bad. Uh, if we're going back to stages that we did back then, I can I can normally recall them. Um, so that's obviously good knowledge and information. And obviously, we've still been driving quite a bit in New Zealand over the last couple of years. So, you know, I still feel I'm at my at my peak and at a very good level. And um, yeah, looking forward to going back and doing some of these rallies. at uh, some of the best in the world, uh, Estonia, Finland, uh, obviously Rally New Zealand's a, a key part to that programme and we'll
0: look to try and add another one or two events into that as well. You talked about the relationship with uh, John Kennard. Um It's sort of like a marriage. I'd, I'd guess it, it's uh, a bit like a marriage too. You and the car, getting to know the car. Um, how how many idiosyncrasies did different cars have?
1: Uh, yeah, obviously every car's unique. Um, You know the 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 thing I love about the sport is that when you become so at one and and after so many years of building experience and you know that's why rallying you know you you find a lot of drivers come into their peaks in their mid to late thirties. You know you even look at Sebastian Loeb, who won a WRC rally last month, and he was forty eight. And the beauty of rallying is that so much experience is built up over time that when you get in the car, you sort of subconsciously drive the car. And that's the same even when you go from car to car. You, you put on the helmet and after the first two corners, you work out what the car does and doesn't do and you adjust to it um, very quickly. So, yeah, it is an an aspect of our sport where you have to be adaptable and, and not just even the cars, but even the, the stages and the conditions. You know, the, from corner to corner, the, the grip's always changing or the road's changing from weather or the cars in front of you pulling rocks out or whatever it may be. And you just have to be constantly adapting to what's in front of you.
0: Brilliant. Well, uh, Hayden, when can we look forward to maybe your first race in earnest after you've managed to get some practice runs in, done a few tweaks? What Have you got a target? Have you got a definite uh, rally that you're going to be commencing in?
1: Uh, yeah, so our WRC2 programme this year will start with Rally Estonia, uh, which is the uh, start of July. Um, in the meantime, we're obviously we're, we're still waiting on the car to be built in Germany. Um, in the meantime, we're we're starting to here in New Zealand, so we've got our own being near this hill climb this weekend actually, and then we start with the New Zealand Rally Championship with Rally Otago and Rally Whangarei and April May. So, yeah, pretty busy season
0: ahead for us. Awesome, Hayden. Well, thanks for taking time to chat to us today. Uh, a lot of people follow you uh, not only in New Zealand but around the world. We wish you well in this magnificent-looking, sleek, simple but fast-looking black Hyundai. Uh, Go well, and we'll stay in touch. Great. Thanks so much.
1: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.